Hi, thank you for joining us today. My name is Zanita, and this is Zanita Anna's Reveal Truth Podcast. So today we are going to be speaking about something um, more recent. Um, I know I haven't been on in a while. Um, I've really just been waiting on God to let me know what he would like me to say. And so here I am speaking on, you know, what he wants me to say. Um, So basically, you know, we're going to start this thing off as we always do. We are going to go ahead and get into a prayer and then we will go ahead and get into, you know, the topic of today's podcast. All right. So Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Um, We thank you for the ability to speak. We thank you for the ability to walk. We thank you for the ability of our hands. We thank you for allowing us to have a sound mind. Lord, we just ask that you watch over us and your warring angels to protect us as we go on about our days. We ask that this message be received with an open heart, a clear mind, and we ask that you allow your children, those that know you and those that do not, to be able to receive the message that you're delivering to us. We ask that You allow me to get out of your way, hold my tongue, and you speak through me, Father God. I ask that you not let me say anything that you don't want to be said. I ask that you pour into me so that I can pour into your children. And I ask that you plead the blood of Jesus of everyone that's listening. Cover us with your covering, Lord. Protect us from the wickedness. Protect us from the things we cannot see. Protect us from those around us that may bring hurt, harm, or danger to our lives, to our dwelling into our peace of mind. We just thank you in advance for the things that you're about to do, the things that you've already done, and the things that you will allow us to do through your power and your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So today, um, like I said, things are going to be a little bit different. Um, Today, we're actually going to be talking about the events that took place um, the other day at Asteroid. Um, today is November 9th, 2021, and I just wanted to go ahead and get on here because, you know, the last two podcasts have been about the spiritual warfare and the things that we're dealing with. And, you know, God has been showing me and putting it on my heart to go ahead and say something about this because just listening to all of the experiences that have taken you know took place people that have came out and spoke against you know what has happened to them or what they've witnessed it was really it was really a lot and you know I've been following one person and he said that he was afraid to go to bed at night he said that he was so close that He's seen people dying. He's seen people passed out. He was actually trying to help people. He said he got to the point where he was so overwhelming that he he himself had to leave because it was too much. Um, another person said they felt like they were in hell. You know, they couldn't breathe. People were passed out. People were dying. People were stepping all over others. You know, just really just not having any type of compassion or any type of sense of, hey, this person's in trouble. Let me help them. You know, and, you know, we know the characteristics of God. We know that God brings love, joy, peace, faithfulness, goodness, self-control, patience, kindness, and gentleness. And these are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And these are the things that, you know, being a child of God that we possess, 
Um, sometimes we get a little frustrated, you know, but we always come back to the fruits of the spirit, you know, and nobody's perfect at the end of the day, but compassion, Jesus had compassion for everybody, you know, and as followers of Christ, we too should have those same characteristics that Jesus had, you know, and really just listening to everything that everybody was saying is just mind boggling, not even mind boggling. It's just, wow. You know, people died at a concert. They said that there were images that resembled demonic, demonic um, energies, um, demonic symbolism, demonic presence. You know, they, it, you know, it was just a lack of God in the room. And with that being said, people say that they had um, experienced hell. They went to a concert and they felt like they were in hell. And it just brings me back to. How long was the concert? Two, three hours, maybe. That's three hours of your time, and I and I'm not making light of the situation by any means. That's that's heavy. Three hours is a long time, but just remember, forever is longer. So when we do decide who we want to serve in the in the physical world, when it's time for Jesus to come back. And we have to be in a spiritual form and we have to be in our forever world. Where are you going? Are we going to heaven with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit? Or are we going to be in hell? Because these people experienced hell for three, maybe four hours. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I do know that three hours versus forever. You know, but God is an awesome God. He gives us time to get it right. He gives us time to come back to him. He gives us time to make it right. And with all that being said, I just want to say to the people listening that were at the concert, they feel like, oh man, you know, I was doing this and I was doing that and it just wasn't right. And God is not pleased with me. Of course, maybe he's not pleased with the decisions that you've made. I've made decisions that weren't right. You know, but God is a forgiving God. And he 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 gave his son for us because he knew, hey, she's not going to do right for her whole life. For her whole life, Zanita going to mess up at least, I don't know how many times I done messed up, to be honest. But I can't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't have it figured out, you know, but God knows how many times I messed up. And, in, and in as many times as I messed up, I can still go to God and say, please, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I I will I will change my ways. Help me to be a better a, a better daughter. Help me to be a better friend. Help me to be a better servant of you. Help me to do things that's that's righteous and 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 not be like the wickedness. Help me change my heart from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. All we have to do is ask, say the word, and it happens. And when I was when I was listening and I was watching. You know, all of the clips and the videos, all I kept thinking, you know, was the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. No, didn't nobody called on him while they was there. Nobody knew enough to say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus would have fixed it. The blood of Jesus would have, would have, you know, saved you or would have allowed him to come into the atmosphere. And it just, it's just like, wow. Nobody called on him. And he's not an intruder. 
He's not going to barge on, you know, barge in on your situation. He's going to give you the opportunity because he allows us to make the choice. The choice being whether you're going to follow follow him or whether you're going to live like the world and follow the devil. And with that being said, it's, it's sad that so many people, hundreds and thousands of people were at the concert and not one thought the blood of Jesus. Lord, cover me. Lord, get me out of here. Lord, save these people. Lord, send your Holy Spirit. Lord, send your warring angels. Father God, come into this place. This is not a righteous place. This place is not giving me the fruits of the Spirit. But then at the same time, nobody had those thoughts because nobody was living their lifestyle. Because had we been living their lifestyle, and I'm not judging, I'm just going off what I've seen. This is this is not a judgmental you know, rant or anything. I'm not judging anybody. We all make mistakes, like I said. But this is just awareness. This is an awareness message. This is just to make people aware. When we come up against stuff, when we come up against trials, when we come up against things that we don't know how to deal with and we don't know how to fix it, you know, demonic forces coming against us, we have somebody that was sent here to help. His job is to be the helper. His name is the helper. He's the advocate. His name is the Holy His name is Holy Spirit. And when we call on the Holy Spirit, he shows up. Our situation might not always change, not that he can't change it, but sometimes he don't change the situation. Sometimes he change how we react in the situation. Some who who's to say Demons couldn't have fell at, at, at his feet by the name, by the mention of the name, which they can and they do and they will and they flee. It could have gave, maybe Travis Scott could have had a change of heart. Oh, I don't want to sacrifice these people no more. Nah, I'm going to turn back to God. I can't do this. I can't give, I can't give up these innocent people lives to gain more, whatever it is he's trying to gain, whatever it is. I don't know, but I just know that he was sent to be used to spread fear. There's so many people that are scared right now. And I've been scared of the darkness before. But like I said on my previous podcast, when I called on the name of Jesus, I said, Jesus. I said it three times. And the third time he came, he showed up. And when I say I went from being terrified, knowing I'm surrounded by weakness, knowing I'm surrounded by stuff that I ain't got no business being around in the spiritual world. Not This wasn't even in the physical. This was in the spiritual. You know, it just reminded me of what was being described. One, one guy said it was a, a sound. It was a music that kept playing the entire time. Basically like scary sounds, spooky music. And he just was like, wow. They were trying to set the atmosphere. They were trying to set the tone. It, it, it was like a welcoming parade. But the devil is a liar. And I just wanted to come here to let it be known that the devil is a liar. And and I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised. And the fact that this happened at Houston, Texas, not too far from where I live, 
it's like, wow, the devil is bold. He's bold. He don't care. He, he out here. He's out here doing himself, showing himself. Like literally, he not even, this, this wasn't Dallas. This wasn't in Austin. This wasn't in San Antonio. This was in Houston, Texas. I live here. My daughters live here. My family is here. And with all that being said, like, I'm getting ready to go to war. The time is near. God is about to come. Jesus is about to come. Jesus is about to come back, and he's going to select who coming and who going. And I want to be the one that come. I, I, don't, I, I want my crown. I want my crown. I'm not I'm not the richest and I'm not the most popular. I'm not the most flashy, but I don't care like I don't care. I just I just thank God for making a way for me, taking care of my, all my needs because I seek him first. I seek him first. I go to him first because I know that that's the one that can do all things. Like I know that. I trust that. I believe that. I honor that. And I just really just want to say, like, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The devil is trying to intimidate us because that, that intimidating spirit used to try to come towards me and be like, yeah, you know, the devil going to be in your room at night. No, the devil is a lie. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I know by the mention of a name, they got to go. And I trust that God not going to let nothing happen to me. I trust that God going to take care of me. I trust that because I choose to walk with him, he choose to walk with me. Wherever I go, he got to go. Wherever I go, he have to go because I'm not going where he not going. I don't want to go nowhere without him. I don't want to go to school without Jesus. I don't want to go to the corner store without Jesus. I don't want to go to my backyard without Jesus. I don't want to go to my room without Jesus. I don't want to go to bed without Jesus. I want him wherever I go. I need him. I need him. I need him so bad that if I'm not with him, I'm not going. If I can't bring him, I don't need to be there. If he not invited, neither am I. And I don't even care if I do get an invitation. Invitation revoked. Then I, I, I thank you, but no, I don't want to go. If I can't bring my God with me wherever I roam, it's no place for me. And that's why I, I put on for, for God. I put on for his son. I try to take him everywhere. I want everybody to know who I serve, who I belong to, where I am, wh where where it is that I'm going. I need, I need, I not that I just want, I need him. I need him. I didn't lived without him before. I've lived without him before. So I know what it's like to be lost. I know what it's like to be confused, like literally confused where you, you just trying to wreck your brain, trying to figure out, is he real? Is he not? Is he real? Is he not? Is he this? Is he that? Is he like, literally I've lived that life and I just was confused and nothing made sense. Nothing made sense more to me than when I found him, I received him and I trusted him. Nothing made more sense to me. Nothing. And although it's like, I don't know, it's it's something, it's something undescribable. 
Like I can't explain, I can't explain to you how much of a blessing having him in my life is. I can only show you. I can only tell you. I can only let you know that what he's done for me, what he's doing for me, and where he's taking me. I didn't believe in God at first. I didn't. Like I, I knew there was a God, but I didn't believe in the God. Because I can't get to God without going through his son. And I didn't believe in his son. And I know there's so many people that's probably like, man, I don't even believe in God. I don't even believe in Jesus. I don't believe in this. I don't think this is true. I don't think this is real. I don't this, I don't that. When I started seeking him, it made so much sense. When I started following him, trusting him, looking for him, he was there. He showed up. He showed me things that it's like, wow, nobody but God, because I couldn't do it by myself. I couldn't do this by myself. I know I couldn't take myself there. I know I wasn't going to be able to do this on my own. I know that I wasn't strong enough, wise enough, smart enough, you know, had enough money. I know that these situations was nobody but God. I know that I didn't know him well enough to know, hey, call on Jesus when you're surrounded by the devil, the d- dominions. And at first, I didn't understand why. God, why would you allow me to be in a spiritual world surrounded by wickedness? Why would you let this happen, God? Why? Why would I be? And now I'm scared. I'm scared to go to bed. I'm scared to cut my light off. I'm scared to sleep in the dark. Lord, I'm scared. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Like, why would you let this happen? And it just made sense because he wanted you to know. Or in my instance, he wanted me to know. He wanted me to know, hey, you can you can call me and I'll be there. Just call my name. Say my name and I'll show up. Say my name and I'm there. You don't have to worry. You don't have to fear. I got you. Because if I'm with you, there's nobody, there's nothing, there's no place that you have to be afraid of. There's nothing, no challenge, no demon, no dominion, no, no minion, no witch, no warlock, no, no psychic, no no voodoo lady, no, none of that. There's nothing to be afraid of. And there's angels that go to war for us. There's angels that go to war for us, but you have to speak those words. You got to activate the power that you got that's given. Because we all have the power, whether you believe in Jesus or not. We all have the power because at the end of the day, we all belong to him. We are all his children. We are all his servants. We are all His people, believers and non-believers. The only difference between a believer and a non-believer is the believer has activated the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within them. And the person that don't believe, they don't believe, so they don't access or to activate the power because they don't believe in that power that they have. They don't believe that there's somebody that'll fight for them and they ain't even got to do nothing. All they got to do is say, Jesus. Or all I got to say is, you know, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You gave me the power to trample over serpents and, and witches and warlocks and demons. All you got to do is say what he told you to say. Say what he told you and boom, you covered. Say what he told you. Do what he said. Move how he asked you to move. Whether that be, hey, cut that, cut that music off. Turn Travis Scott off. Turn him off. Turn whoever off. And and I don't listen to Travis Scott. I don't think I never even heard any of his music, to be honest with you. 
But I know what I saw and I know the activity when I see it because it's not pleasant. Demonic presence is not pleasant. Demonic presence is not pleasant. It's not. It's it's not. It's it's like you, like you in a scary movie. They try to set the tone with the mood, you know. And it's just like when I see when I seen the videos of what I was looking at, I'm like, wow, this man sat at the top with a bird's eye view, and he was just singing, humming. He was in he and 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 honestly, before I even seen the videos, I read the articles on the news. And the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, it's either a spell that was put on these people because I just want to be clear, witchcraft is real, that it is real. I've never experienced it firsthand, nor do I ever plan on tampering with any of that. But I just know, I know that it is real. And I know that there are wicked powers and principalities that are real. And, you know, just like God is real, the devil is real, too. The devil is, he acts, too. The devil has things where he sets people up. He has, you know, levels of wicked authorities. And I'm I'm reading this book. It's called Angels and Demons. And I wish I can have, I wish I had my book in front of me. Um, I actually don't have it in front of me, but I'll come back. I'll come back and I'll read it. And matter of fact, if y'all don't mind holding for just one second, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go. This is this is a live recording, and I don't care. I'm gonna go get my book and I'm gonna read to you what I just read last night. So hold that up. All right. All right. So I'm reading this book. Like I said, it's called Angels and Demons. And in this book I read, it says, Our our Lord Jesus Christ warned that in the last days there would be wars and rumors of wars. He also encouraged believers not to be afraid. He then said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. This is Matthew 24, 6 through 7. Among the nations and kingdoms of the earth, there will always be conflict. Hidden in these words of Jesus is the war between the dark forces of Satan and the angelic armies of Jesus. It says, as we move toward the end of the age, the sounds of war are beginning. I'm sorry. The sounds of war are being heard across our planet. This was the part that really draw, you know, draw, drew, drew me in. Okay, I'm not 100%, but y'all, y'all bear with me. <laughs> but anyways, this is what drew me in, okay? So it says, dark forces are drawing strength from false religions. Y'all hear that? The false religions is what's giving them their power. They getting, they getting strengthened by that, which just means... Because we don't believe in Jesus, we don't believe in Christ. Because we leave, we believe in false religions, people that false gods, people that's claiming to be God, or all, it's so many gods, but it's only one big G God, and that's Jesus's Father. Let me just be clear. But it says dark forces are drawing strength from false religions, 
and are following demonic leadership towards the final configuration on earth. All right. So I'm 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 gonna drop down to another part that I highlighted because this stood out to me too. It says above every nation, Satan, Satan, which is the devil, has assigned a principality, and so he's assigned a principality, and under that demon, there's a host of wickedness. So for every nation, there's a principality. And then under the principality, there's the demon. And then under the demon, there's host of wickedness. So that's like three different levels of, of demonic forces. It says scripture affirms that there are evil demonic spirits over territories. It says Daniel rips the secrecy off this fact in his prophecy found in Daniel 10. Daniel had been fasting and mourning over captive Israel for three weeks during that time of intense spiritual focus and physical deprivation, Daniel received an angelic visit. All right. So I just wanted to say that because I just wanted to let y'all know that you might not believe in God and you might not think the devil is real. That don't make it any less real. That don't, that's like, you might not believe in, I don't know, you might not believe in the wind or you might not see the wind, but that don't make it any less more chilly when the wind blows. That don't make it any less of able for the wind to blow the, the trees and the trees to sway one way and another. You know, like just because you cannot see these things don't mean it's not true. And the wind taught us that. You can't see the wind, you can't you can't touch the wind, but you can feel the wind. You can see it when it's at work. You can see when the wind blows. You can see when the wind blows the leaves across the street or blows the your somebody hair and you know like you can see that. And that's the same thing. You cannot always feel, I'm sorry, no, you cannot always see the demons physically because okay this is a spiritual warfare which means spiritual i already went over what spirit means it's not a human body it's not human body it's not flesh i'm flesh the listeners are flesh but these demons are spirit they come from spirit so there's a spiritual warfare the spiritual warfare is from good and evil and there is no in between it's no neutral ground you don't you you can't be oh i'm not i'm not against god but i'm not also gonna serve him or follow him either once you make that decision i'm not against god but i ain't with the devil either you automatically sign your your rights over to the devil it's like you giving up you forfeiting it I'm not going to fight for my life or fight for my soul or fight for my spirituality. I'm going to just give it to the devil. I'm going to just let him have his way. And if you're not walking with God, you're walking with the devil. And it's no in between that. It's no way. It's no way to get in between that. And I just want to say, like, 
we have to be more careful. We have to be more aware. We have to understand that we don't battle against flesh and blood. Like this is not a flesh fight. We cannot always feel when the enemy is attacking us physically. And I'm not saying that he doesn't attack us physically because sometimes he does, but it'll be against our own self, our own bodies. Like if we get into a fight and I punch you, you're going to physically feel that. But spiritually, we don't always feel the spiritual attacks when, when they first happen. It's like something that is done in the secret. It's done in the dark. It's done where we cannot physically see it is what I'm trying to say. And I hope I'm not losing anybody. I hope that, you know, y'all fully understand what I'm saying, you know, but the devil is a liar. Let me say that. He is a liar and the truth is not in him. And we got to stop letting him just have his way in our life. We got to stop letting him do what he want to do, have his way, talk to us any kind of way, seeing his little imps and his minions and all his wicked forces. We got to stop giving him access to us. We got to stop. We got to stop welcoming him into our lives because a lot of people, the devil didn't even have to trick you out your spot because you were so welcoming. You're like, hey, devil, come on in. You want some water, some tea, some juice? Okay, well, you okay? Put your feet up. You want a massage? Okay, devil, you want to watch a movie? Oh, devil, you want to go to the store? Like, no, stop being nice. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Get mad at him. Be mad. He's stealing from you. He's stealing from your family. He's stealing from your ancestral line. He's stolen from your ancestors. He is not your friend. He is not your pal. He is not your buddy. He's not your associate. Even if he make it seem like, oh, we're okay. We're cool. We're cool. I'll give you money. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. He don't never give you nothing without telling you what it's going to cost you. He make it seem like it's okay. He make it seem like, okay, yeah, I'll give you this money. I'll give you this. But in the end, you lose your soul. In the end, you lose your forever eternal life and your access to God because you forfeited. You giving it up. You giving it away. You're not putting up a fight for it. And he's like, oh, man, this is too easy. It's like taking candy from a baby because these people don't care. These people don't even want to know God. These people don't even care to seek him. These people don't. I know God is real, but they so stupid. This this is how the devil talking about us. This is what he's saying. Oh, they so stupid. They don't even care. This is easy. I'm going to send my minion over here because all I got to do is offer her the latest whatever offer her the latest Birkin bag and she gonna get on here and take off all her clothes and she gonna get on here and she gonna talk about how she like to have sex and how she like to do this and how she let niggas this this that and third like nah man nah that's how the devil talk about us he like to do that type of stuff he like to steal from us he killed he kills you see he just killed they said it was eight people that was killed, but the people that was at the concert, they're saying that it was more people than that. He steals, he kills, and he destroys, and he's a liar. He is a liar, and the truth is not in him. And he's not your friend. He's not your pal. He's not your homie. He's not none of that. And I need y'all to understand that. 
and I'm and I'm saying this and I keep saying it because at one point I let the devil walk in my life, have his way, do what he wanted to do, take what he wanted to take, say what he wanted to say, treat me how he wanted to treat me, tell me what he wanted to tell me, distract me. May, and, and, and if he can't distract you, he'll try to stand in your way and make you stand in the same spot. Because he know that if you reach a certain level, you'll tap into a certain power that God gives you. And once you tap into the certain power that God gives you, he, it's over with for him. And he's scared of that. That's why he try to do any and everything to get in your way. So that way you can't have access to God. Or you not even just access to God. You can't have access to the power of God. He does these things because he knows. When it's all said and done, and when Jesus come back, his time is up. He know he got to go to hell. And you know, misery loves company. I'm, that may have been where that started from, because he was miserable, and he wanted everybody to be miserable with him. So he's so evil and jealous and bitter and nasty and, 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 ugh. Like, he just, ugh. I hate him. Like, I do. I hate him. He's the only person that I hate. He's the only thing that I hate in this world because he just don't care about nobody but himself. And he knows he made his bed. He don't get a second chance, but God is loving. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for us and gave us the second chance. Even though we sin, even, the, even though we might have said, God not real, Jesus not real. Because me, myself, I personally said, oh, I know God, but I don't know this Jesus character. I've said that out of my mouth. He still gave me a second chance. He still showed up for me when I needed him. He still made a way. He still provided. He still took care of me. He still showed me who he was, showed me how he loves me, showed me how he cares about me, showed me that I didn't need nobody but him, showed me that all I had to do was trust in him and he'll make sure everything else was taken care of from where I live to where I work to how much money I make to how my bills get paid to how my children get, get taken care of. He did that for me, a single mom. 28 years old with three daughters, ages seven, five, and two. And he made sure that every need I had was met. And I thank him. And I thank him in advance for whatever else that he's about to do for me. I thank him in advance for the souls that's about to be saved. I thank him in advance for, for his children that's being drawn back just by listening to this podcast. It might not be, you, you might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. But I know at some point, God is going to collect everybody that belongs to him. And everybody that, that's attached to me, we winning. We're not going to let the devil play with us. We're not going to let the devil have his way. We're not going to let the devil do anything to us, say anything to us, treat us any kind of way, do us any kind of way, let him have his way. Like, no, we're not going to let him intimidate us into thinking that we can't call on Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I didn't know. Please forgive me. Trust me, God. I'm sorry. Help me. Show me the way I trust you. I love you. I want to serve you. I want to be in your presence. I want to know you. I want to be around you. I want to I want to sleep with you, eat with you. I want to play with you, party with you, think with you. We can say those things. And as sure enough as God sent his son to die for us, as sure enough as your sins will be forgiven. And they won't be brung up again. Jesus is not going to say 
Oh yeah, remember what you did uh last year on the third? Yeah, I remember what you did and I remember what you said. And um, I'm not gonna be able to accept you because I remember now. I remember now. No, he throws he throws them out. He throws those sins out. Once you once you turn away from them and you say, Hey, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this no more. And I'ma just be open and honest. I was smoking weed. I was smoking weed and and I had to I had to take it out. I had to take it out of my life because I felt like and I knew that this was not something that was pleasing God. So I took my weed smoking away and I, I said, God, I'm not gonna do this no more. I still had weed. I I'm not, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest and totally transparent right now. I had weed, I had multiple bags. It wasn't a lot, but it was enough, you know, to roll me a up something, but I threw them all away. I threw them away through through blunts in the trash and all of that. I threw it away because why? Because I was making God sad. I was making Jesus sad because He died for me, and here I am doing doing something that I don't even need. I don't need that. The only person that I need to lift me up and give me high is the Lord. Because that's the only thing that I can, I can only get something from him. I can, I can, I'll only be able to receive something from him. I don't need nothing to alter my brain, alter my mind. I don't need nothing to try to enhance my thought or my thinking process to make me feel like I need that to get closer to God. I don't need it. I don't want it. And I'm not doing it. But that's just me in God's walk. Maybe you don't smoke weed. Maybe it's alcohol. Cause I don't drink. I might have a little sip here and there, but I don't. I'm not a. We not. I'm not doing no shots. I'm not an excessive drinker. That's not my forte. I don't. I don't get satisfied with going to the club and getting drunk every day. Like that's just not my thing. For you, it might be. For you, maybe God is saying, "Hey, can you stop drinking? Can you stop getting drunk every weekend? Can you stop? Can you just?" Can you just make some time for me? Can you just talk to me? Can you just come see me? Come spend five minutes with me. I want to talk to you. I want to see you. I want to, just like you talk to your friends every day, your boyfriend, your kids, your mom, your dad, whoever it may be that you spend time talking to. You don't go a day without talking to them. You just need to talk to them. You just got to talk to them. If you don't talk to them, you're going to feel like something is wrong. You're going to feel like something is up. You're going to be like, so why are you acting funny? Because you ain't talked to me. I ain't talked to you all day. Whoever that may be, I feel that's the same way that we want to have a relationship with God every day. When we don't get a chance to talk to God, we feel funny. We start feeling like something is wrong. We start feeling like, we missing something because we are any moment without him is a moment that you leaving yourself wide open for attack. We got to put on God's armor. We got to put on the whole armor of God so that way we can protect ourselves from the, from the tricks and the traps of the enemy. Cause the, the weapons going to form. He just, he said, he didn't say that they wouldn't, he he didn't say that they wouldn't form. He said they wouldn't prosper. And sometimes the weapons that form against us, they can be used to draw us closer to God. My weapons was definitely used to draw me closer. 
If it wasn't for my weapons, I probably, I probably would have never even found God. So for the people that, that were at the Astoral concert, and they feel like, man, I don't even know why this happened. I don't even know why I was there. I don't even know why I was able to live and some people was able to die because he's calling you. He's giving you a second chance because what the devil meant for evil, God will allow it to be used for his good because that's how good he is. So what? So what you got pregnant early? So what you went to that concert? And so what you was doing all this stuff? But once you, you, you had an experience, you had an encounter with something that was undeniable. The wicked in the atmosphere was undeniable. The, the mayhem that was going on was undeniable. The death in the air was undeniable. People passing out, losing oxygen was undeniable. Undeniable. Can't deny that. But at the same time, God still will use that. The devil tried to scare you, tried to silence you, tried to make you feel like you cannot say anything. God is raising up his army. God is raising up his children. God is raising up his people. And we have to fight. And if we don't fight, we just sit there and take the beating. And it don't make no sense to sit there and take the beating when Jesus already died for us. He won. That's the thing. Like the battle is already won. Like we already know what the end result is. We know that at the end of all of this, when the world is over, we know that Jesus has won. We know. We know by the end of this, we're going to see a victory. By the end of this, we know that Jesus is going to make sure that everybody that came with him, that loved him, that fought for him, that died for him, that lived for him, we're going to know that it's God. It's Jesus. He's the one. He's the Savior. He's the one that's protecting us, that's guiding us, that's leading us, that's asking us. Because he's a gentleman. He's not going to intrude. He's not going to say, hey, follow me right now. He gives you the choice. Do you want to follow me? Do you want to come with me? And if you're not ready, he's going to be there. He's still going to be there knocking at your door every day. Do you want to come with me? No? Okay. Do you want to come with me? Every opportunity he get, do you want to come with me? Do you want to go where I'm going? Do you want to spend time with me? Hey, do you want to talk? Do you want to see me? Do you want to be around me? These are these are the things that Jesus does because he's just that good. He's just that great. He's just that mighty. He's just that awesome. He gives us the chance to make the choice. But we just got to make sure that we make the right choice to follow him. Our salvation depends on us making the right choice. The music that we listen to, the stuff we watch, the stuff we listen to, the people we hang out with, the places we hang, the everything matters. It all matters. Who you listening to? Who are you getting your counsel from? Who are you getting advice from? Who are you letting plant seeds in, in, your, in your mind? Who are you letting speak to you, speak around you, speak over you? There are, there's, okay, so God said that we have the power and it's in our tongue. 
there's power in your tongue. So that means if you speak blessings, you get blessings. If you speak curses, you get curses. If we speak curses over our lives, then we 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 release the curses over our lives. We got to stop speaking curses over our own lives. Some people out here talking about, ha, 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 I'm dead. No, you're not. I will live and not die. Ha, 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 I'm weak. No, you're not. You're more than a conqueror. Like, you, you got to stop saying. It's the small stuff. Cursing, saying what they call it, curse words. Curse words are, or bad words, which are also curse words. Stop saying curses over your life. Stop cursing. Stop cursing. Stop stop saying, I'm dead. I'm weak. Ooh, I ain't got it. I'm broke. It's power in the stuff that you say. And it might seem small. It might seem so insignificant to you. But if, if God formed the word, the world by one word, let there be light. And there was light. You got to understand how much power you carry in your mouth. Watch what you say. You can block your blessings. Curse yourself. Curse your family. It's so much It's so much power in your tongue. And so if it's power in my tongue, it got to be power in the person that I'm listening to tongue. And if they speaking curses over my life, then... This the power in their tongue is releasing these curses into my life. And if I'm saying curse words, I'm cursing my own self. Or if I'm cursing over somebody else, I'm cursing over their life. I'm cursing their life. Understand and, and, and acknowledge who you are. You are a child of the most high God. And let me tell you, he is not moved by this world. And God is not, he is not troubled by your troubles. You are the daughter, the son of a king. I'm the daughter of a king. I'm let you know, I'm the daughter of a king. I'm, I'm the daughter of the most high God. And my God is not troubled by my troubles. And he is not worried by my worries. And I ain't got to worry. I got God on my side. If God be for me, then who? Who could be against me? I let God fight all my battles. I let him fight my battles because I know that if God do it, he going to do it right. I'm going to do it wrong. If I if God do it, he going to take care of it. He going to make sure that everybody get what they deserve because he's just. He's just. He going to make sure that everybody get what they deserve. But I'm not God. So I have to be careful not to try to act like, for one, not to try to be Lord over my own life. For two, I got to try not to speak words that don't bring life. Speak life and not death. If it's power in your tongue, you got to understand this. Stop listening to everybody. I don't care if they are trending. I don't care if everybody doing it. I don't care if it's going viral. I don't care if your best friend, your sister-in-law, your your dad, your mom, your cousin. I do not care. We are supposed to be set apart. That means what we do, everybody not going to find it. Like everybody not going to think it's cool. 
what we do, everybody's not going to be like, oh, look at them. Let's do that. It's not. We take the road, let's travel by as children of the Lord. Yes, some people, they don't want to receive God, so they're not going to receive God. But then those of us that know, those of us that God appears to or God allows us to experience something where we just got to come to him. It ain't no way around it. You just got to come to him. You just got to say, even if you don't know who God is, you just got to know. You just got to say, I know, I just know that at some point, I just, there just must be a God some way, somehow. There is a God. I just know it is. At some point, you'll do it. And and you just got to understand, you can't live like the world. The world is corrupt. The world is the devil's playground. This is his world. This is his world. It's temporary. The money, the fame, the clothes, the the women, whatever you feel like is, is pleasing to you, it's not going to last. At some point, it's all going to fade away. The grass may wither, but the word of God is, is everlasting, which means the grass going to die. You going to die. This world's going to die. But God is forever. He's eternal, and he's never going to stop being. His word will last a thousand times a thousand times a thousand. And you got to trust that. He ain't a liar. If he said, I'll never leave you, that means he'll be with you through the hardship, through the good times, through the bad times. You just got to trust him. You just got to honor him and know, acknowledge him. So I'm going to take this last few minutes with all that being said to pray for those that don't know God, that heard of him, but just never accepted him, denied him, you know, those that know him, but haven't been walking with him, whoever, you know, it might be that's listening. So Father God, I just thank you for blessing us tonight. I thank you for sitting with us and talking with us and allowing us to be able to identify you know, what it is that's going on around us, who we are in you, where we are, who we belong to. And I thank you for allowing us to see the truths in the wicked and the spiritual warfare that we're we're dealing with. Holy Spirit, I ask that you allow your children to, to be touched and, and, and received by you. I ask that you allow us to start talking in tongues having having the ability to tap into our Holy Spirit power that you give. I ask that you allow us to, to walk like you, talk like you, think like you, act like you. Let the hearts of stone be turned into a heart of flesh. Let those non-believers become believers. Let them begin to see how God is, who he is, and where he is, and, and all the things that he, he'll do and does do for us, even when we don't ask. Even when we're not in alignment 100%, even when even when we go to a, a Travis Scott concert and we see people die, we, we, we just ask that you allow us to see the purpose behind us being there and then not being us that died, behind us being there and then not being us that ran out of breath, behind, you know, whatever supernatural signs you need to send us, Lord, to allow us to be 100% for you. I ask that you send those signs, those miracles, those signs, those wonders. Let your children see 
and know who you are, Lord. Let them acknowledge you in all their ways. And anything they need, they want, they desire shall be added as long as it's in your will, Father God. So, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this night. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this moment, Father God. And I just ask that you just bless us and cover us and keep us, Father God. In Jesus' name, I pray. And Lord, we just thank you for, for this moment. That's my time, you guys. And I just thank you guys for listening. I thank you guys for staying. You know, I ask that you, you know, you guys give me feedback. Ask me questions. Ask me whatever you like to know. How did I become, you know, a believer? Why do I believe like I believe? Is this real? Whatever it is that you may need to know. I just I just ask that you just take this opportunity to understand that even though you may have went to that concert, even though you may have said what you said, you might have denied knowing God. <sighs> even though you may have denied knowing God or didn't acknowledge him or didn't pray to him or didn't get to that homeless person or didn't go to church or whatever the situation may be. You're never too far from God to come back. You're never too far to come back. He'll receive you. Jesus died for us to be received. He died for us to be able to say, okay, God, I'm ready to come home. <sighs> Excuse me. He died for me, for you, for all of us. And so with that being said, I just wanna I just wanna share with you this song that I've just been drawn to for these past couple weeks. It's one of my favorite songs right now. And it's called Reckless Love. And I just wanna I just wanna magnify a part in the song. So if you all are be willing to listen for a couple of moments. I'll wrap it up and let you guys go. But here we go.
So that's the song. It's called Reckless Love. It's by. Um, I'm sorry. It's Reckless Love by Corey Ashbury. This song is so beautiful to me because it's just saying his reckless love for us. Like he'll go to the ends of the earth for us. He'll do whatever we, whatever needs to be done. He'll he'll go the extra mile. He'll allow something, you know, that you chose to put yourself into. He'll use that. 
he'll allow any like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you went to a travis scott concert and you were saying all this stuff and all this bad stuff oh i don't believe in god i don't believe in jesus oh this oh that he doesn't care he'll use that and he'll use that to get you to come to him he'll allow you to live your life the way you want to live it but he'll still go the extra mile to come and grab you and say, hey, I need you with me. I love you. I don't want you to go that road. I don't want you to go that route. I don't want you to be a part of their life. I don't want you to be friends with those people. But like I said, he's a gentleman. He gives you the choice. He lets you do what you want to do because it's not love if you got to be forced. If I got to make you do something, then it's not love. But it's love when you choose to do it because you love me. And we love him because he first loved us. And that's my song. That's my favorite song as of now. And and I love it because it's just so truthful. He, he'll kick down whatever wall, climb whatever mountain. He'll go the extra mile for you. And that's love. If, I, if that's not love, then what is this? If if he didn't if he didn't willingly die for us, we would have been lost. We would have been so lost. We would have really been in hell. He died so we wouldn't have to go to hell. He died so we don't have to deal with that. He gave us the choice. I'm gonna leave you with this, and then I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go because I'm I'm. I feel like I've said all I had to say at this point, but if you choose to continue down the road, you're going, where would you go when you die? And it's all said and done because energy doesn't die, which your body is energy, which they say is your soul, your spirit. Your spirit is your, is, 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 is the being that continues to live when the body dies. So, which some people like to call it energy, but I'm I'm a child of God, so I have to call it your spirit. Where would you go? Right now, based on the decisions that you're making, the road that you're traveling, you know, the friends you're hanging out with, the conversations you're having, you know, based on everything, I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't know, you know, what you do on a regular day's basis. I don't know what you do or did or have done. Only you and God know. So where would you go? Would you be okay with going to heaven based on your decisions? Or would you be going to hell for lack of faith, lack of acceptance, lack of knowledge of the Lord? I don't want, I don't want nobody to go to hell based on lack of knowledge, lack of faith. Or just lack of caring. God loves you. He loves you. And because he loves you, I love you too. And because I'm his child, I'm his disciple, I got to say these things to you. I don't want you to get caught up in this world. This world, everything in this world is going to die. Everything in this world is going to die. I'm going to die. You're going to die. Everything has an expiration date. But where do you go when you die is the question. I'm going to heaven.
I, I'm going to heaven, me personally, and I and I I know this because I see God too often to go anyplace else. But what's the point in having this this gift of the Lord, this this gift which is Jesus, this second chance, if you're not gonna use it, you're gonna let yourself be tricked out your spot. I think it's crazy. But I hope you guys enjoy my message. I hope you guys find something useful, knowledge-wise. I hope you find it encouraging. This this was this this part this podcast was really just me just enlightening enlightening you guys about what's going on around us. I love y'all. I'm tired. It's 12.22. I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. I got to go to work tomorrow. Got to go to school tomorrow. Got to get my daughters up for school tomorrow. Got a busy day, but I just wanted to take the time out to show you guys show you guys who God was, who he is, and all the things that, you know, he wants to allow us to have in our lives with him. I think, I I hope you guys be blessed. Have a great night. And I love you. I'll, I'll let this song play because I like this song. I just want to tell you, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for saving me from myself. In darkness I dwell. You picked me up, I was low, low, low down. That's Jay Clive. His song is 319. You guys should go check that out too. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great night. It's 12.23. I got to go to bed. That's my time. Thank you for joining me today for Zanita Anna's Revealed True Podcast. I am your girl, Zanita Anna, and I hope you guys enjoyed this. I love you guys, and I'm tired, so I'm rambling, but have a great night, and may God be with you. All right. I'm going to pray us out, and we can go. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit, again, for your presence. Thank you for your guidance, for your love, for your grace, for your mercy. Lord, we thank you for giving us ears to listen, eyes to see, and a heart to be able to have compassion for the things that are going on around us, with the people going on, with the people we're dealing with around us. Lord, I just thank you. I pray that those that are listening, they get a nice, a great sleep. I pray that you send your angels to speak to them, give them visions, give them signs. Lord, you even go come and speak to them. Lord, let them know what's going on in this world. So Father God, I thank you. Let them see the spiritual side of this and and remove the fleshly side. We can see the flesh, Lord, but I ask that you allow us to see in the spirit. So that way, once we see in the spirit, we can see that this world is not what it is claiming to be. These people are not who they claim to be. 
But Father God, I thank you. I love you. And I bless your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, y'all.